and welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. My guest today is a pastry chef. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Tatiana Marie. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Can't complain. <laughs> it is what it is, you know. Yeah. How's uh how's the holidays with um with the business? It's good. I got a lot of orders coming in. Um it's looking like it's gonna be another busy one, another busy year. So I'm grateful, thankful for every all my loyal customers and all my new people coming in. So that's great. I meant to that. Busy's good, right? Busy's yeah, good. Definitely. Uh how many years have you been in this ga- uh pastry game? Like so um I started about five years ago. Um and then I never baked a thing in my life. <laughs> and I started, yeah. So I started off selling coquito for, mm. you know, I was like, I need some extra cash. Let's do some coquito. And um, at that time, it was like, coquito was like gold. Like you couldn't really find it anywhere. Um, everybody's like, who got the plug? You know, so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do coquito. And, 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 and coquito is like Latin, uh, Latin's uh, version of eggnog, right? Yeah, it's like Puerto Rican eggnog. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I was like, whatever. And I, and I was like, you know, I hustled it. And I was always, you know, I always like, I was driving around, like posting on social media. Like I got, I got, I'm in Hoboken now. I got, I got that stuff. Coquito. I got that good shit. And, like, people be like, I want some. I'm like, where you at? I'm downstairs. Come down now. Like I hustled it, you know, for that first year. And then um, the following year I was going to, I was ready to do it again. And I noticed like a lot of people started selling it like more. And I was like, eh, like everybody got it. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to do something different. I was like, I'm going to do something that nobody has. So I came out with a Coquito cheesecake. So mm. I was like, never heard of a Coquito flavored cheesecake ever. Nobody's got it. I'm going to do it. So I took on like um, 30 cheesecakes. Never baked a cheesecake in my life before this. <laughs> so it's just like, I had no idea what I was, you know, getting myself into. Um but it turns out that each cheesecake takes like two and a half hours to bake. And I had to wow. bake them one by one. So if you do that math by 30, that's that's like 60 hours of baking. baking. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, shit. So I didn't sleep for a week, but I got them out. I got them done. There was like a lot of like breakdowns and oh my god what the hell and me being late but everybody was like super patient and whatever so um I also did coquito that year then the following year I started noticing again people that I was like selling to Mm -hmm. like now selling coquito people close to me also like they saw that I was like you know I had my hustle up or whatever they're like, oh, we're going to start selling Coquito. And then I seen a couple people trying to come out with Coquito cheesecake also. Mm. So I was kind of like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to let you eat. Like, go ahead, do you. But this year, I'm going to have a Coquito Tres Leches. Nobody got that. Nobody. You, are, you keep up, up wanting them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I got, I, you know, I, I let people eat. Like, I'm not going to. You know, be like, oh, you bit off of me, or look at this one, or whatever. We're like, all right, cool. You want you see you see the game is going good. You see, like, whatever you want on your own. But I'm I'm doing this, you know, twenty four seven. Like, 
I'm baking and I'm selling and I'm trying to build a business. I decided. Um, this is oh, not your side hustle. This is yeah, something. Let's, and let's rewind a little bit before that. Um, at the time when I started selling them, I was actually in school for nursing. Wow. So um, I got into the nursing program. And um, I think my second year that I was doing it and I was like, I'm in the nursing program, whatever. This is just a side hustle. But then I started realizing that I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed begging for people. Um, I enjoyed the hype. I enjoyed the loyalty of my customers. I enjoyed everybody like, you know, being like, this is great. Like, I love this. And um, I switched my major to baking and pastries and culinary arts. So um, I started going to school for it. So that's when I started seeing like, you know, I was like, hey, like, you know, I let people get their holiday hustle on, whatever, whatever. But I'm in it for the long run. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to eat, breathe and sleep this. So I'm going to be 24 seven year round. You guys can have your holiday hustle, whatever. Um, so I'm going to be stable with my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm always like innovating, too. Like, I'm always like, OK. Because that's what you've got to do, right? you got to innovate. you got to once once people see that, like, things are catching on, they're going to mm. want a piece of it too. And that's cool that everybody eat, you know what I'm saying? But you always got to kind of be on top and be like, like, okay, like, what am I going to do next? Mm. Like, what's my next big thing? What's my next? And by doing that and always having the next best thing, I've grown a following and a customer base where like, there's people loyal to me, no matter, no matter what I do, no matter what I'm doing, no matter where I'm at, they're loyal to me and they will, you know, bring me they'll, customers. They'll, they'll follow. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so I've been doing it, like I said, five years, and that's how it kind of grew. And then my cheesecake is my flagship thing. Like nobody has the cheesecake like I have it. Whatever. <laughs> like <clears throat> you can, you can, you know, you mm-hmm. can make the same thing, but you don't. If you don't have the sauce, then it's just a cheesecake. You know, it what is I mean? what it is. So, like, did you? Did you continue as uh, with nursing or did you change your major? I changed my major. Um, I just graduated this past May. Well, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I did the culinary program. Um, so I'm a pastry chef now. I'm not just a hobby baker. Um, yeah, I was really into it. I was. I got serious about it. That's crazy because like, I remember oh. like in, back in 09, I graduated from, uh, I graduated, I was a, I'm a certified paramedic right okay and uh i told myself that if i you know graduated and i got a job uh like it, once i start working i want i actually wanted to like go into being a chef yeah. uh she didn't turn out how i wanted <laughs> you can always go back look i'm 37 and i just graduated so i mean i'm still was- I, i'm still working on my associate's degree i'm like i was in before uh, when the pandemic hit Okay. I, I was there and then I finished that semester and then worked out hectic because of the pandemic and everything wasn't really reassuring on how things were going to go. Yeah. So I just, uh, and plus they, at that time, they still hadn't determined if anybody gonna, are going to take online classes. So I finished the semester and I, I just haven't gone back. Right. You know, right. because they, they, they try to hustle nickel and dime you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That is so. true. Yeah. <clears throat> me on the other hand um in during the pandemic i was still in school so we were we were on site classes in february january february and then march they started closing things down so 
So we actually did like a whole semester and a half online, which was rough, you know, because I mean, how you do culinary and, and baking. Oh, yeah, online. yeah. Like, you know, it's like a $1,200 YouTube show. Like it's so that was kind of frustrating or whatever. Um, yeah, because we, like, and you have to have like exact measurements, like, and yeah, all that. And yeah. And then I was like watching the, the, the instructor and we're just watching her for, and our classes are six hours long. Whoa. So, yeah. So watching on like this six hours, just imagine me like baking a cake, a couple cakes for six hours. You're not getting that experience. You're not. So it was kind of tough on us. Um, but then when we graduated, it was like, I didn't even think about it. Like we, we got through a whole pandemic. Like we stuck to it through school and we graduated mm-hmm after a pandemic like that was crazy like I I didn't think about it at the time but then when I was graduating everybody kept telling me like wow you really stuck through it during the pandemic I was just like oh shit you're right we like I was like oh okay I guess I guess I did I stuck with it so a lot of people dropped off too like I didn't even realize how many of my classmates like didn't stick to it and they like took all the stuff in the semester off and but we did it no you did it fuck it you're there congrats and you know you can only go up from there yeah yeah thank you thank you so like does each year get hectic like do you find yourself each year growing in your business yeah so it's kind of weird because it's like it is more hectic but then i'm also growing as a person so i know how to handle it better so even though it's more work and more orders I've kind of like chilled out mm. and, and learned how to, you know, and, and with school, school taught you like the structure of it, like how to, uh, for instance, there's like a clean as you go thing in the beginning, <laughs> my kitchen looked like a tornado hit it at the end of everything in my house. There was like stuff everywhere. My boyfriend was like, what is happening here? Like I would have breakdowns. I would like, you know, stressed out. Yeah, stressed oh, wow. out. If if things didn't like bake properly, I was like tossing them and starting over again. And with school, it's kind of like you know, um, they teach you how to like manage it, yeah. manage it, clean as you go, like do one thing and go to the next. And I really needed that structure because I guess growing up, I never really had that kind of structure, and that's why I was all over the place. Um, so now every season, every holiday season, it gets easier for me. I have more orders. Um, I think this past um, Thanksgiving, I think I had about 57 cakes that I had wow. to make for, um, and that's actually pretty average for, cause I didn't really, um, I didn't go too hard in promoting it this year, but. You know, if you don't have to promote and you're still getting business, I mean, yeah. something's good is good has yeah. happened. I had a lot of new customers this year. Also, um, I revamped my website so that you can completely order online and pay online. And that went very smoothly because, um, you know, just share and customize and boom. And I'll just get the order and print it. That's yeah. because you're cutting out the middleman, which is you. Yeah. And then dealing, dealing with like, I, I love talking to people and I love, dealing with people and, 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 you know, just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I love the realness of that. But at the end of the day, the reality of it is like, sometimes I really don't have time to sit here and talk. So having the website and, and having people just be able to see everything there. And, and again, I started the website last year. I went, 
I went 100% into doing this full time last year um, in September. So I started my website then, but it was still like spotty. I still had to, um, you know, take payment manually. I was working out all the tax ID stuff and all that. Like, I, I you know, you're learning, you're just learning experience. So this year I got all that sorted out and I was just like, it's so much easier just to have everybody click order. I get my confirmation. They get their emails. Um, I have super, super, super understanding customers, which I freaking love. Like I don't, I rarely ever have anybody who's like annoying or like up my ass or, you know, being difficult. Um, and that's why I love my customer base because they know what they're getting from me. And I'm completely honest where I'm like, listen, I'm super, like, I could be honest with my customers and just be like, I'm super overwhelmed right now. I got you. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Just leave me alone, please. Cause it's like, and they're just like, don't worry about it. You know, it's okay. I get it. During Thanksgiving, it was like, you know, people were hitting me up about orders after Thanksgiving. And I totally ignored everybody that week. And I was just like, I am so sorry, but I am dealing with almost 60 cake orders. Like I cannot talk to you right now. And everybody's cool. I love, that's why I love, like, I like being transparent with my customers about like, Hey, it's only me. Like it's, this is me. And that's it. Like, I don't got, I'm dishwasher. I'm, you know, intake, I'm a purchaser, Soccer, I'm baker, everything. Everything. I'm everything. Plus my, my, my life, you know what I'm saying? I still have a life at, um, you know, aside from this, um, so, so you, you're you're right. You have no employees. It's just shut up, you. Shut up, up me. Damn, that's a it. lot. Oh that's yes. Lot. And every year I'm like, I need to hire somebody. I need to hire somebody. Um, <clears throat> but it's also hard because then it's like then you have to take the time out and 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 teach you know and teach people and you know. So I'm not I'm not quite there just yet. Well, um, what you can do is like. I had a conversation with, with Nick, right? Uh, yeah. In our last podcast. I told him, yo, if you're going to school, like, you can use, like, people that are going same major yeah, as yeah. you and you, like, intern. Yeah. You, you, you know, they're getting their theoric, whatever they call. Because first is like, you got to go with the books, then you go, like, with the practice, like, you know, get yeah. that experience and, and yeah. help you major. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely true. It's true. Um, I guess I'm just I don't know. I it's a control thing, I think. I think it's like a this is my baby. No, but <laughs> so you know what? Like, I've I've learned know. that I, I shit. I understand you one hundred percent, but like it gets to a point like I I found myself like I gotta I gotta let go for for it to grow, you gotta let go a little bit. I get it. I you know, know I because it's fucking you're fucking gonna drown you drown yeah, and, it's not, and i can't do more with just me like i have yeah. you have a limit you have a limit to what you can do um but i think my next step is um i want to get like i rent a commercial kitchen when i have like a lot of orders or whatever so i rent the commercial kitchen so i i schedule out my week um but the next step is i think i'm just gonna have a small hole in the wall um you know the oven like not like a cafe or anything but just like where i can produce more and hire someone that they could just be there doing stuff when I'm not there. And yeah, it could be like a, just a location where you bake and distribute yeah. rather than like have a whole front store and you got to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want like traffic traffic. I don't want um anything like that right now. 
um, because I've moved on from, you know, cheesecakes and tres leches to uh, tiered cakes. And now I'm doing event cakes and decorating and, and, and more, you know, intricate things um, where I actually need like a production schedule. Um, so, you know, if I want to double my orders every holiday, I'm going to have, I'm going to need a bigger space and bigger ovens and, and help. So I'm yeah, going to have to yeah. let go eventually. <laughs> 100% it's not easy being a, a business owner, a, a business owner I tell you that much like that's why like when I was in college I, I started with um, criminal justice so, like my law was my thing hmm. but then like uh, I, I started like feeling I wanted to start my own shit yeah and that's why I changed it to uh, was it, uh, business administration which they help you understand like every business when it comes to the financial part, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that a lot of small business owners, when they started, they tend to struggle on. You know, the the, the art is there, but yeah. the business uh, point of, uh, aspect of it, like, it's difficult. I'm still, yeah, I'm still trying yeah. to get a hold of my books and everything. And it's, and it's funny that you say that because um, I was actually thinking that of going back to school um, for the business aspect of culinary like the hospitality and management part of it. But then I was thinking, I was like, they should have classes where they teach you how to open your, to open your own business, not manage, just not manage someone else's business, but how, like what steps do you have to take? Like what proper licensing do you need? What, um, you know, just cu- like culinary based and that's it. Like for this, like what kind of permits do you need? What kind of licensing do you need? Um, like what, where do you, should I start an LLC or, a, or, yeah, or, or yeah. get a tax ID? Like, how do I pay my employees? Like stuff like that. Like I was thinking the culinary part of, I went to Hudson community, but um, I was thinking that they should have a program like that. So I was actually thinking about proposing an idea, like in the coming, in the mm. coming months to them about adding on classes or a course where entrepreneurs, because it's growing so rapidly, the entrepreneur and the food and especially yeah. in the food industry, um <clears throat> how to do it properly i know it and nj was it nj new jersey university of new jersey yeah they, the, they have a, a course in entrepreneurship like they they implemented for the past couple of years not sure what it entails though but okay. you're you're i think you're aiming your, your idea is very well it's, it's really good because a lot of people need guidance in that aspect yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, how do like, what am I supposed to? Because then, because then at the end of the day, now they're cracking down on taxes mm-hmm. and home based business because it's because of, since the pandemic, it's been growing so rapidly. Now they're like, okay, wait, we got all these people working from home. We got all these people with their side businesses. They're going to start cracking down, like, you know, on taxes and stuff like that, which you should. You should be registered. You should be paying your taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people don't know how to do it properly. And then at the end of it, they can be really caught in a shit, a shit storm and they're going to have to owe money if they, you know, so mm-hmm. somewhere where you can do it properly, you know, like learn how to do that. And I think, and it should be a free course. It should be, you know, something. Yeah. Super- like I've, <clears throat> I've, I've Googled, like try to find like seminars, mm-hmm. like whether it's a physical location or just like via the web seminars yeah. regarding the tax how to work with tax because a lot of people don't know how that shit works. Yeah. There's so many loopholes. There's so many discounts. Yeah. Like when I, when I, uh, the guy that I use to do my taxes, like each year is like a new update. They're, they're always updating. Like my business 
it's a it's a home business. Okay. And yet, like, uh, it's not a physical business. Uh, uh, like more like an online business. Mm-hmm. So the the tax and 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 all that just works differently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to um, hope that. Like, I have you know, can I, now I'm alumni for uh, Hudson County, so. I've been wanting to try and propose an idea like that to them for entrepreneurship in the, in the culinary world, because, you know, people want to, you know, start food trucks or start cafes and they have to know the reality of it because we, you know, you get thrown out of school mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, okay, what do I do now? And then the reality of everything hits and you're kind of like, you know, you, you start drowning and you're like, Oh shit. Like, how do I manage my books? How do I, you know, do all this other stuff? So. And that's the most important part because a lot of businesses start their business and all they know is how to make the food and, and whatnot. And then they leave the the books up to somebody else. Yeah. And they're, or they're just spending <clears throat> dipping in the money that they're making yep. and it's not, and they're not even breaking even. They don't even realize it. Yep. I know that happened to me in the beginning too. Like I was like, Oh yeah, great. 30 cheesecakes. But then I'm putting in 60 hours of work and I was probably losing money thinking you know and then then you see, then other people are like oh you're doing great and they think that you're like you know rich yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. doing all this amazing and you're just like i can't pay my rent this month like what am i gonna do like yeah the same you know. same thing same thing here like i've there's been multiple times that i've actually have to go back to work to pump in money yeah. <clears throat> because like the first four years you have to invest everything you make you got to put it right back into the business exactly and that's what people don't don't get they think you're you're quickly making money and your business is okay and yeah yeah and then and then when you um you know when you're charging people for your services and they're kind of like why are you charging me this much and you're like you're kind of like dude like what do you mean like this is this is what it is and and that that breaks down to the whole like you know um you know, like your whole circle of people around you too, where they're, they're looking at you as this successful person. And, um, I'm trying to lead into like, yeah. open a whole new box right now. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, they're like, Oh yeah, you're doing great. Like, I don't need to, mm-hmm. like, why do I have to support you? Or why do I have to like, whatever? Or, oh, Hey, can I get a discount? And you're kind of like, no, like mm. people ask me like, like family oh, members. I, yeah, not even just family members, but even like, you know, customers and stuff, they'll be like, oh, if I order, you know, X amount of whatever, can I get a deal? Like if I order like and I'm just like, no, like I don't, I don't work that way. I don't, I don't save money making more for you. You know what I'm saying? So like, I can't charge you less because you're ordering more because I am a, just a single person and I'm paying the same amount of for ingredients and whatever making your order. So I'm not like I'm not gonna I would lose money if I gave you, you know, a discount or, or something like that. So that's what people don't understand too. Like they think that because you're doing well, they see you well, they, they, see they me. think you're doing well. Yeah, yeah. They think that, that I'm doing well. They see me making, you know, these cakes. Like I post cakes every single day. So they're like, okay, well, you're at least selling a cake a day. And if you're charging these prices, then you should be making bank. Um, and then they're like, all right, well, if I order, and then they look at you like a, like a, like a corporation, like for instance, right? Like, and they're like, okay, well then you can give me like 10 of these and take off 50 cents each one because I'm ordering more. And it's kind of like, no, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be losing money if I, if I do that, like, no. So, you know, it's just the way that people, you know, kind of, yeah, I, 
struggle in itself is I, I i i i created a like you know the social media page for my business and i stopped promoting it a long time ago like if i like if i go promote it, i'll go like through google some you know actually get me people yeah. because i found myself every time i posted and uh, you know i i'm thankful for the support but the people i was getting like uh people that I knew or family members and they wanted to like um, get discounts or yeah. when I, when I offered them the quote um, it was too much. And like, they were really unrealistic. Oh, yeah. Like I have plenty of times people tell me, Oh, but I'll get like 50 cents for $200. Like where? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what, what quality? And they're just, and they're saying that to like, kind of, um, like belittle your talent yeah. or like whatever they're like oh what do you mean like I, like and they're not they're not putting they're not taking into account like what it takes for us to actually do yeah. this like like if i pay this for a t-shirt if i pay say whatever five dollars a t-shirt and i'm charging you 15 that includes my labor that includes the time that i take to design it that includes materials that includes all this stuff mm-hmm. and i'm probably only making two dollars out of that so like nobody like nobody, nobody, that's why I think like this should be even like stuff like that should be mm. like in schools, like the cost of things and, and the value. The cost of, of Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like stuff like that, because the people are just so you know, unrealistic. Um, and, and thankfully my family, like my dad is like, he will not order anything. Like he'll, he'll be like, I'm paying you. Like, I don't care. My sister, you know, I'm paying you. That's it. Um, it's more like other people that like, look at you and they're kind of like, Oh, you're doing well. So like, why do I need to like, Oh, or, or, or the people that are like, Oh, you didn't bring cake. Like when I go like to, 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 to have, a, have a day off or to like family gatherings or, you know, I don't want to bake. I, I want to be fed. <laughs> like just then they're like, Oh, you didn't bring any bakery. Like you didn't bring any cakes or whatever. And I'm like, no, I didn't yeah. bring any cakes. I'm off. I want to. I want to relax. Yeah, they. They. Sometimes people, especially family members, are like very misunderstood. Right? They're very like, um, un, like unempathetic. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, I'm to, exhausted. I've been baking for forty hours. I want to just. Can somebody give me a plate of food, please? Like I'm done. Yeah. Um, like I had a situation uh, this past week, and what? That's another thing with the quotes, right? Like I stopped doing quotes for a long time. I have my wife because she's my partner. Mm-hmm. I, I have her sit down and do the quotes because I, I started like, I'm very blunt, right? I'm I, like, I tell you how it is. This is what we got. This is what I offer and you decide. I'm not yeah. going to try to sell something because majority of the time people already made, made the decision a long time ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. They're just actions to be so quote unquote supportive. Right. Oh, yeah. Or I I ask him, what's your budget? Yeah. I, because my my business is really like I try to help a lot of small businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't come with you can't come to me with an unrealistic set amount and inspect in return. Uh, I'm not gonna get paid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like um, the quote. So I give a quote for a hundred shirts. Boom, they come back. It's too much. Uh, can we do 80s? All right. Now I got to like, because doing a course, it's like research and information. I have number numbers of uh, uh, vendors. So mm-hmm. I try to, I try to go to the, the most affordable one. Right. Yeah. 
but I also have to match how fast can I get the shirts? Because I tell everybody, I don't, my, my house, I'm a home business. I don't have inventory. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work for me because yeah. here, here I am, I have fucking bunch of boxes of black shirts and people want red. Yeah. Right. So the quoting process is very frustrating because I got to like start from scratch and that shit takes it like an hour to two hours. And people don't realize that that is taking up your time alone before they've even paid you anything. The whole the whole process of ordering is like you're taking time. I'm taking my time to speak to you about this. And in my case, it's I'm taking time to um decide how many people that your cake is going to feed. Um, do you have a theme? What, here's some ideas that I can give you. I'm Googling like reference photos of people. I can do something like this for you. We could do this or whatever. And this is taking about like a half hour of my time. Sometimes it takes days because people don't answer back right away and you have to go back and forth a couple times. So you're taking time out of each day for me now. Right. And then I'm giving you a quote and they're like, okay, well how much? And then you give them a price and then they ghost on you. And it's kind of like, I am so, 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 so big on respect my time, right? Yes. I am, I am like, like respect my time. Like I have things to do. Um, you know, if you know what you want, let me know. And I, and I've become very, I'm very blunt too. Like I'm very blunt. I'm very to the point. Like, I'm like, this is what it is. This is what my cake is, blah, 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 whatever. And I have people actually go like, um, Oh, oh my gosh. There was a lady one time. She was like, wow, that's a lot. And I was just like, and I, and, and she caught me at a, at a moment. Cause I try and be like, okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's out of your budget, you know, whatever. But I was just like, don't undermine my talent. Like I've went to school for this. Like I've, I've invested this is your career. I've invested in my, <laughs> this is what pays my bills. I don't use box cake. I, I do everything from scratch. I, you know, I put my time and my creativity into this and I put my heart into it mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I will give you something quality. You are getting, you are literally getting what you pay for. Okay. And I'm very big on like, it's not, um, it's not overpriced. It's out of your budget and that's yes. fine. Like it's, I am not overpriced. Don't, don't make me feel like I am doing too much or I am charging too much or I'm asking for too much, you know? Just say it's not it's not what you're looking to spend. And that's people, totally fine. It's totally fine if you're not yeah. looking to spend that. Yeah, that's, people I think that people think that like small businesses are like have same prices that like if you go to Costco or Walmart. Yeah. It's not. No, no, it, no, no. Those are corporations selling you selling you uh by stock, right? Yeah. Both. And it's what they have. This is what they have here. We have mm-hmm. same fucking cakes. Or or you want a name here. Being a small yeah. business owner, you're getting a custom, a custom, uh, customization experience exactly. on what you want. Yeah, you're getting and, my undivided attention for yeah. however long it takes for me to make your cake. You're getting, you know, you're getting. And, and in my case, I work at night for some reason. I don't know. I, I can't start working until like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> so there's times where I'm up until five in the morning making someone's cake. Or I have a lot of orders and there's been weekends where I've been up for like 38 hours make, completing orders and I don't, I don't sleep. Like everything is hand. I just did um, this weekend, I just did two dozen Peppa Pig cookies and mm. I don't even really do cookies, but I wanted, there, there's orders that I take that I don't really make because I want, 
you know, I want to prove that I can do it to myself. And I don't want to say no to customers either when they ask me for things that I don't normally do. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Like, I'll, you know, so I did these 24 Peppa Pig cookies. I cut the cookies by hand because mm. I didn't have a cookie, a Peppa Pig cookie cutter. So like, this is what people are not seeing. Like people don't see this part of it. And then there's times where I'm like, I should actually, I should document this. Like I should show people on my page, like, Hey, it's three in the morning and I'm hand cutting. Like I made, I made, I handmade these freaking Peppa Pig cookie, like cutters, like shapes and was cutting them by hand. <laughs> like, and that so takes like, time for in itself. This is what I do. Yeah. It took me like fucking 40 minutes to cut those things out. And it's like, it's like somebody when, when we get a, an order, somebody sends us an image of what they want printed. Mm-hmm. The picture is disordered. Like the, there's not the right file. Sometimes yeah. I'm, I've been stuck. I have to recreate and I'm not a graphic designer. Yeah. I'm not a graphic designer. I don't promote myself. Uh, and I've actually turned down jobs. Right. But I find myself because the image shows is already recreating, you know, and that's fucking time consuming. That alone is like three days. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I didn't charge enough for this. I like, started charging. I tried. Yeah, no, but like, at the, but sometimes you get into like, like this, for instance, I was like, ah, I'll just hand cut them. I don't need to spend $4 each on four cutters. Like I'll just hand cut them. And then at three o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I should have just ordered the fucking cutters. I didn't charge enough for these cookies because yes, yes. three more hours than I thought it would. And, you know, and we, we shortchange ourselves as entrepreneurs. Sometimes, sometimes we, we, we want to have that customer satisfaction and we want to make the customer happy, but we're also like drowning ourselves. Yeah. We're like, oh shit. What did I get into? Just I, like graphic design. You're yeah. like, what am I doing? Why am I recreating? <clears throat> I don't do this. Yeah. Like it's, like it's, be, it's, it's simple. You just give me your design. This is I and, and uh, my wife and I sat down and like we have like basic questions. Yeah. So when somebody asks for a code, whatever, we'll send them the basic question. Copy and print here. Boom. We made it easier for you. Yeah. Like I and I and even that like I I uh, like on Google you create your you could create your Google page. Doc, and on, yeah. Yeah. And on that I I started implementing like uh, times and where. People could schedule like a like a consultation, a fifteen minute consultation calls because I don't want to spend my whole day going back and forth with you. Yeah, you know that's very time consuming. It is, it is, it is, and and that's something that I think like I need to. I, I think if I ever hire somebody, the first person I hire is somebody to deal with customers and take orders and stuff like that because it's and, and with the website, I have tried to take all that bullshit out too. That's why I'm like just click order um you know see what you want click it order it pay and that's it and then i also implemented on my website the um, like cake inquiry and i did that too like on like an email pops up where you you're gonna contact me about a mm-hmm, cake mm-hmm. and it asks all the questions like how many people would be feeding um here's my flavor list what flavors do you want do you have reference pictures because all of that back and forth it's very time consuming. Yeah. It's and, fucking. And if they don't answer me until tomorrow, I'm still dealing with the same person tomorrow. I gave. I started putting down my wife's number. Yeah. <laughs> she's a talker, right? Because he's in real estate, so you never know if yeah. the client who needs shirts is also trying to sell his house. So I just mm-hmm. like because for me, it's like it's so self-explanatory. Yeah. 
And like what I do, what I've done in the past is like I schedule it and then, you know, I, I pay for Zoom and we'll go through the vendors here. This is a shirt where you're looking for and, and have them pick them out yeah. and, and give them that customer experience. But sometimes, I, you know, I've I've learned that these customers don't know. Yeah. They just have a vision for for shit and all they know, they want to pay a hundred dollars. Yeah. And like, uh, like, like, a, like a week ago, I had a, <clears throat> a quote, they wanted a hundred shirts and they wanted to give them away. But they, the, the brand of the shirt, they wanted, they wanted like expensive shirts. And I'm like, how do you figure, how do you, how do you figure you, you, you're going to get a affordable price uh, for some expensive shirts, right? Yeah. And then you're going to give them away. Yeah. Like, like it, it's not like you're a big company that has this, yeah. like this, this lucrative, like, you know, expensive, like you could just write off the expenses for giving away free merch. Like, yeah. So like uh, they came back, I, they asked for a particular shirt. I gave them the quote and they were like, they felt insulted on the price, but it's like, you're, you're ordering a, a, a champion shirt or a Russell shirts that yeah. they're very costly, right? It's not a Gildan or a Hanes. Yeah. You want a, a good quality shirt, then give them away and then bitch about the price. I mean, like people that'll spend like $300 on a pair of sneakers. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like, yo, like, really? Like, and that, and not to undermine them, you know, or undervalue yeah. them because at the end, they, they are the consumers. Yeah, yeah. But like, you can't, you can't come at me for giving you a price for your choices exactly it's not realistic like people are not realistic and again i think that's like i know the last podcast that we did we talk about like the generation and the way that people like people want things now mm-hmm. they want it now they want it the way that they want it mm-hmm. on their terms like everything is like like not considering anybody else or anything else and it's kind of like okay wait a minute let's back up here that's why I'm very big. That's why I'm so transparent with people. Like I'm always like doing videos and I'm always like, you know, very grateful for my customer base because I have learned that not every customer is my customer. Mm. Not like I have no problem saying no to people. I have no problem saying um, I used to in the beginning just say yes and figure it out later. And I noticed that it was causing myself stress. And I was trying to please the customer so much where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah, I could do that. And then freaking be stressed out or out of money or spend, you know, just whatever. So I've learned that like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't do that. Like I have people asking me for like gluten-free, vegan, eggless, Mm. like stuff like that or whatever. And what people don't understand is that this is such a huge trend, right? And it takes like a certain level of knowledge of these certain things, like, cause gluten-free, I could be like, yeah, I'm gluten-free, but you can really hurt somebody with celiac disease. If you don't do it properly and mm-hmm. you add gluten in there, they can have a, a bad attack and end up in the hospital. And I'm not willing to take that risk, you know? So I'm like, I'm sorry. No, I don't do gluten-free people are like, Oh, vegan. Um, it's <clears throat> vegan is so much more expensive. So it's going to cost me more then I have to charge you more. And then you're going to ask me why I'm charging you so much. So I just, nope, sorry, I'm not doing vegan, um, nut free or whatever. I tell everybody, like I, I deal with hazelnut, Nutella, peanut butter. I deal with all 
flat stuff. So if you have a nut allergy, I am not dealing with the nut allergy either because I'm not trying to kill anybody, you know, and people don't like, they'll be like, oh, you don't do nut free. Like you don't do it. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking for the safety of the public. And if I don't feel comfortable, I'm going to be very transparent about that because you have people that will be like, oh yeah, sure. No problem. I'll do nut free. And not realize that they didn't wash their bowl properly after they just mixed peanut butter and a buttercream. And and they're giving somebody a, a, a nut free cake just because there's no nuts in it, but your bowl was, you know, or yeah, the, the, the residue was still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I'm I'm like, no, you're I'm sorry, you're not my customer. I have the people that ask, you know, for cheaper cakes. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, yeah. I recommend people to people too. Like, cause I have no problem. I'm like, okay, if I'm a little out of your budget, I know, I know this other baker, or if somebody asked me to do cookies or whatever, I'm like, I don't do decorated cookies, but I know somebody who does and I'll pass on, you know, business to other bakers in the community. And that's another subject that I wanted to touch on um, real quick was um, like supporting like other people in your community there's been this whole thing where um, like that whole business bashing, which is kind of like messed up to me. Um, Like I I feel like a lot of in the food industry in particular, because this is the industry that I deal with. um, There are people that cook from home that are considering themselves chefs and like knocking other home you know mm-hmm. business whatever because they're not seasoned or not not seasoned literally like flavor seasoned but like they're not um uh, skilled but, yeah yeah they're yeah. not skilled enough or they're new like I'm very huge in supporting the community you know what I'm saying so a lot of people have problems with recommending or supporting other businesses in their realm mm-hmm. And I just never understood that. Like, why would I not pass on business to a local baker? Why would I not pass on business to, you know, somebody who does something that I don't do or does it better than me? There's this whole like higher than thou thing where it's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. I think it's, it's all like, uh, it's, it's like all a competitive thing, right? Like, it's like, if you're going to say, if they ask you who you think is the best, you're going to say you as somebody else, right? Um, the competitive thing. I also think like they. It's always like it's like I've never ever watched like Bob Burgers. Who, who uh-huh. he's a burger place, and in the front of it was like a pizza Italian place, and they're always going at it. You know, like it's. I think it's a competitive game, but also like I think people. People in the in the food industries are very competitive. They're very passionate. Like the war is real. It is. But then I also feel like we're living in a different time where we should know, like, there's enough for everyone to eat. You know what I'm saying? Just like I said, like me in the past, like I seen people like, oh, she's making money selling Coquito. I'm going to sell Coquito, too. You know, and it's like I acknowledge it that it's happening, but I would never be like, oh, nah, don't buy their Coquito, buy my Coquito. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never do that to people. Um and it's like a very like under it's like an underground mm-hmm. grimy like backstage you know in the backstage type thing where like people are just like trashing each other and i'm just like nah like like i'm gonna let you eat you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day 
the people that are going to come up on top are going to come up on top, regardless of what you have to say about anybody very else. True, and it just true. makes you look bad also, like trashing other people. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. Day and age where like, okay, why, why, what, where does trash talking get you? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, it's, it's, you gotta like, <clears throat> you gotta stay like in your own realm, your own world. Yeah. You're not, it's your, your best competitive is yourself. That's what you, you're competing against, right? Like, let's use this podcast, for example. There's a lot of motherfuckers doing this shit. Yeah. Right? I could sit here and recommend you. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's like, I could sit here and recommend you like five yeah. of them. And, you know, there's some things they got that I say, mm, I look at it as like, I'm going to use that for me now. I'm going to take that and now use it for me. You know, I, I take it some pieces that yeah. inspires me and use it on me. And to, to better my craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just like when people tell me, like, sit there and tell me, like, oh, that you know, you could better this and better that. I, I so I don't take it well. I don't take oh, it well no. because no, nah, because <laughs> it's depending, it's depending on who who it's, it's coming from. Yeah, it's cool it's coming from. Like, usually I don't care. Like, I go to places and people talk about it like. I try not to talk about it. That I, I do other shit with my life. I got other shit going on, right? It's not always a topic of conversation. But then I take time to somebody, depending who's the person, to come and ask me and one night try to critique. And I'm like, where's your podcast? No, I totally get that. I totally right? no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because people uh, do it to me too. Like, yeah. I've had family come to me and be like, oh, what? Like... Oh my god, I can't. I, it does. I get it. It's actually crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, like you're in your business. Like I have people, like a uh, family in the music industry or whatever. Um, and their their thing is like totally digital music and records and stuff like that or whatever. Um, so it's a totally different business, and mm. you can't handle my business like an online digital sales mm. business. Like it's totally different thing like yeah cost cost and overhead is the same or whatever mm-hmm. but like they'll come up to me and be like well how much does it cost to you how much does it cost for you to make this and how much does it like well what are you doing with this and I'm like are you baking like do I tell you how to sell records mm-hmm. do I tell you how to how to run your business like go away. yeah they're looking at the they're looking at the numbers but like yeah financial the financial part or every business is the same but the way it works yeah like how how do you how they gain their money versus how you gain your money is totally different. Yeah. You know, and they fail to see that. But then you deal with fucking people that think they know it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like example, like me talking to somebody about the podcast, like, uh, where's yours at? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Do you edit? How are you producing it? Yeah. And they 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 stay in shock for my response and they're like, oh, I'm just trying to, you're trying to what? You're trying to insult me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's like unsolicited opinions. Mm-hmm. It's the unsolicited opinions. Like I didn't ask you about your opinion of what I should do. Like, and that's, that's another thing. This whole generation thinks that their opinion, they could just like, like spit their opinions in your face. But isn't it that privilege? Isn't that privilege? That is privilege. That's right. Privilege so much privilege yeah that's like i'm sorry every time i I grew up with my grandparents like every time i had opinion or whatever i'll get slapped in the face yeah 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 right seen it not heard get away from me (laughs) right or like 
you go to other countries that that there's some countries that are well established uh than the than the US and you don't see them break down their opinion. Yeah. So they, they come together and express their opinion, but they they want to cry wolf that they're not privileged. It's like motherfucker, really? Yeah, yeah. No, right? I, I see that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Like that whole opinion thing. It's like it's like, yo, just leave me alone. And that's why that's why I also tell people, like, surround yourself with the people that are in your industry that are doing better than you. Like always, always try and be better always try and have mentors like people that you admire that are doing what you're doing you what you're doing and you kind of want to see yourself where they are (laughs) um I'm always surrounding myself with like um you know better bakers or bakers that have been in the industry longer um I'm always like watching videos and I'm always like you know trying to find out new um techniques and stuff I've even joined like baking groups on Facebook book like even you know just people that do things where I'm like oh shit I've never even thought of that like that's a great idea or asking them how to do certain things see um, and in my business yeah you gotta get away from those types of people you gotta get away from the people that are trying to tell you what you should be doing while they're not doing anything and yeah in my business I haven't found nobody Mm. I have found nobody like the people I found through social media they have a whole business but they're focused on screen printing. Got it. Right. Uh, I, there's this one place in Bayonne that I went that it's vinyl. They have a whole store, a bunch of shirts, but they don't describe uh, what styles of printing here. I invested a $12,000 machine that I could do fucking everything. I could yeah. do everything. The only difference is the media paper. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and then people that are already well established for gear, they're already that kind of corporation, like one hour tea, um, I think Transfer Express that these are already corporation established, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't think the competition for me, because a yeah. lot of people that do shirts are screen printing. That's one. That's really one. Yeah. They, they have a, a a website. Yeah. They have a nice then. Yeah. But I can't consider you as competition because your goal of focus is one thing, and then you have other people that are like crafty. Uh, there's this lady called Elle, uh, I think Elle's Craft Craft Room that she's killing it. She's mm-hmm. doing a lot of craft shit in her house, but that's not my competition. Yeah, because she her she prints shirts and whatnot, but majority of her shit's craft and it's, it's a fucking amazing. Yeah, but like that's not totally my thing. Different. It's a totally different animal. Yeah, yeah like as, like I focus on like when when I first started with vinyl, the weeding process it's a fucking headache. Yeah, I've heard. I got to evolve. Boom. I invested uh, in these $12,000 fucking machine that lets me print whatever the fuck I want, every style, whatever, right? And then when I have bulk orders, I help my community. I outsource to small businesses, something that the other people don't do, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I'm not going to shout them out because that's my secret weapon. (laughs) I'm not not on that level yet, right? I'm not on that level yet that I can say I'm shot the now, so it'll me. I got to eat first. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's a business. I'm aligning with my shit. My family comes first. I got to be that, right? Yeah. One day when I'm a level, yeah. Uh, but then <clears throat> I, don't, I don't see the competition. I just don't see it. So when somebody comes and tells me uh, your, your price is too high, all right, well, thank you. Come again. 
I'll yeah. see you later. Go, go, go to, go to, um, whoever so you're going so. to. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> I don't have a problem that I need the money that my business is not where I, yeah, but I'm not going to sit and cry wolf. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and be insulted. Yeah. That's the same way me too. Like, I'm like, I'd rather not like have my integrity like altered or my, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and I've had people tell me to like, oh, well, you should do like people want me to open a bakery. Like everybody's like, oh, open a bakery. I'm like, I'm not opening a bakery. And they're like, but why not? Like, wasn't that I'm like, that's not what I see myself doing. Mm. I don't want a bakery. You know, I want to be like a private um, my one of my mentors from school. um, She actually I'll I'll say the name. It's her business is called Sweet Sisters. Um, And she's been doing this for 30 years she started the business with her sister um i guess eventually as their families grew it just turned into her but she has a kitchen that she works out of she had like two or three employees she makes huge wedding cakes she makes you know and that's why i want to be because i don't i i suffer from anxiety and um and depression so like for me to have that big of a responsibility and have to deal with a bakery and 10 employees and, and people in and out, in and out. Like, I just, I cannot personally handle it. You know what I mean? So I know what's good for me. I know what I can handle. People think that like I'm small balling it or whatever. And I'm like, no, like I know myself. I've, I've taken the time to get to know me and what I can handle and what I have capacity for at certain times. And that's not what I want. I don't want a bakery. I want to be intimate with customers, you know, one-on-one relationship um, and do beautiful cakes. That's all I want to do. And I respect that. I don't want to be, you know, have 17 bakeries and be huge big time and make a million dollars. I just want to do what I love, make money doing it, be able to take some time off and have some good employees and have a life. And that's it, you know, but people are always trying to tell you what you should be. And people are always trying to tell you like what you should do. And yeah, I, I respect that. That's I, I respect you 100% because that same idea you have for your, your, your business is the same shit I, I want for mine. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, it's a private, you know, yeah. when it's private, you, you're able to create value. Yeah. I'm not and trying I, to be top dog baker. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just. I just want to be chill and just do my thing and not have mm-hmm. to not have a boss and just yeah. be my own person yeah. and make money doing it. Like I got I had that discussion with my wife and and uh some other investors and they were like suggesting open up front and like I don't want to open up front. I don't want to deal with people. Like you know it's hard as it is that we do we do everything digital and computers and phone calls and we're not there and a quote takes me fucking three hours because it's too expensive. I gotta rewrite it, redraft it. Yeah. Like there's no need for for that all other stuff. Mm-hmm. Spend you're spending money on, on on rent or or if you own the property on mortgage and there's not enough traffic. Exactly. Then what? Like then what, where do you get your money from? And where do you, what do you, yeah. And again, times are changing times. Are, we have to evolve with the way that businesses are going. Everything's going online. Everything's turning digital. Everything's, you know, turning into, you know, everything's social media and, and stuff like that. There's not like storefronts are, and the, the, the prices of rent everywhere are going up. Yeah. Especially in Jersey city. 
Yeah, and um, Hoboken, my mom, the the spa diner, you know, the spa, spa they closed it. They closed, and it's been open. Like the, the spaces, but my mom's like, "Oh, you should rent that place." I'm like, "The rent there is probably twelve grand a month." It's like, more ass place. Your mind? Like, why would I want another rent? Like, I'm not. Nah, it's bad enough that I have to rent. You know, pay for my commercial kitchen when I use it. But it's you know, it's a one one time thing. Like, here, here's your money. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. That not paying a monthly thing or whatever um another yeah, thing I was, there. Uh, yeah another thing i was thinking of is like maybe a food truck eventually like a little cafe style breakfast truck or whatever but even that i'm kind of like mm, we'll see like you know just kind of going with the flow with it right now um yeah yeah i think you have a i think you have an awesome idea you know all you need is it's it's a, a place to do it you know some two or three trusting employees and keep it simple, yeah. you know, but people really want to make it like they want to have a, a storefront and where everybody, you know, like Carlos Bakery, right? Yeah. Like it gets overwhelming sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah. people, especially like, I want to say, I want to say in this era, right? There, there's a lot of mental unstableness, right? Like, like six like the 50s 60s like you know those those cut you know square people were very you know kept together mm-hmm. you know and the houses were crazy as fuck but kept, yeah. you know when they're when they're in in public they keep their shit together yeah. we're, we're not living in in, in those days no. and now you act crazy in your fucking house you're gonna act crazy in your fucking outside of your house yeah so that 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 mental instableness like Sometimes it affects your fucking business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, then you, 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 like we talked about in the last podcast, these riots, mm-hmm. right? You're, you have, you finally open your fucking business to, to something happens and people just fuck it all up. Yeah. And you get people coming in. Like I was always like thinking, like, <clears> oh my God, if I had employees and someone came into my store and started like cursing out one of my employees, like I would, I would lose my mind. Like, I would be like, no, we're not doing that here. Get the fuck out. Like, I would be like, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want to deal with that either. Yeah. Like these, you know, people you don't know coming into your establishment. And, and like I said, me too, like m- myself, I have, like, like I said, I suffer from anxiety and depression. So for that to happen in my establishment, like how would I react and how would I handle that? And, you know, it's, I just feel like it's a better, con- like to have a better controlled situation where I have something small <laughs> and nothing, you know, too crazy, not random people coming in and out of my establishment. It just works better for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good way because like, <clears throat> let's say, you know, you retire, it's a simple way to run a business and yet you're, you already made your made, uh made a name for yourself. You're established mm-hmm. and in a way that you're untouchable. Yeah, because who's gonna compete with you if you're private? Exactly. You're like who who's gonna uh, discredit your name if they don't have a place to to point at you? Yeah. Right. And also, I feel like sometimes, like if you get too big, you lose your quality. You lose mm-hmm. your, you know, your. Um, I'm very big on um, what was the freaking word? Um. Oh my God, I can't even think of the word right now. Consistency. I'm very big on consistency. So like it has to be consistent. And if when when people like Carlos Bakery, for instance, 
Um, I mean, I'm saying this on a podcast, but he's lost his he's they've lost it. They're they're not the same cakes that they were when I was a kid. He became commercialized and they lost the quality of what they were. Like Yeah, they're, they're buying a, a name brand rather than. Yeah, now you're buying a name brand. And, and I'm just like, this is not like, you know, we're charging ridiculous prices for, for cakes. And, and I say ridiculous because I know, you know, I know what things are worth. And then when you, and I'm just like, oh, wow. Like we're just paying for the name at this point. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, it's like, I, I, I don't know if you ever ate at Sabrosos and Jersey City, the Heights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I remember when they used to sell food from a literally a fucking hole, uh-huh. a hole, and the food was so fucking good. But now they have their, their big commercial space, and like I don't feel the same way about their food. Yeah, yeah, I, I want, just don't. I want people always to feel the hominess of what I do, and you know, for it to be authentic and from me. Like I want, I want that that integrity. Yeah, and it's difficult it's, it's really difficult because you know times change mm-hmm. and and you either have to evolve genuinely with it or you're either force to evolve with it exactly you know and especially in this these times that everybody's a fucking critic it's like you go fuck everybody has a blog criticizing yeah. about, about something yeah talking shit about something yep and people would rather talk shit than give positive reviews. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. nobody, nobody leaves a positive review. People, no, they they always know about something. Yeah. Like when I when I if I ever review a a, a place, it's it's I'm reviewing like the the service. Yeah. Like, are you polite? Are you nice? Yeah. How long did you take? Right. Yeah, like I've, the, I've left I've left the, some reviews where I'm like. <laughs> yeah, these normal things. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. normal things, right? In which you, it's always fixable because if you have a shitty waiter, you can always talk to them and they need to fix their attitude. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's, it's, it's I don't know. It's very difficult. <laughs> very difficult. People, people are, are um... entitled. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like I did a, I did a podcast, uh, my fiftieth podcast, right? And um, I, I like I, it's it's with the my professor from jujitsu, and I like it was it's a really good pod episode. But for me, like I did, I feel like it's it, it's it was great because I had to put myself share things about my life and put myself in a uh, vulnerable position. So that this other thing or this person could shine because that's how much it's helped me. Right. But then, you know, I'm editing it and like I'm kicking my ass because like, fuck, I'm like, fuck, fuck. Like some people like are not going to get the message. Some people are not going to get the message and some people are not going to understand it. And fuck me. Like, that's how I feel. Fuck me. Nah, bro. putting myself out there and same same thing with customers and people they're the same way they're not going to understand what you're doing but the way that i see that too is like it's not my job to make anybody understand me mm. it's my job for me to be so comfortable with myself 
that you not understanding me does not phase me at all. You know what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta be like, like, I don't give a shit what you say. Like, I don't care what you say about me. I don't care what you think I should do. I don't care if you think I'm doing something wrong. I don't care if you're misunderstanding me. I'm responsible for what I say and you're responsible for the way that you receive it. And if you're not receiving it, the way that I'm interpreting it, then that's more of a you problem than it is a me problem. So, you know, so just be confident that as long as you relate your message the way that you feel like you should have, it's not your responsibility if they don't get it. They're not ready ready to receive. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll tell you this much. When it comes to communicating with people from here, like this, this generation, it's very, it's very difficult for me, right? Like I could, you know, I could feel empathy. I could understand, but I could, I could, I could, <clears throat> excuse me. I can also see the bullshit, right? Like, yeah. like growing up, it was very simple. If you had to get up to pee, you fucking get up and pee. It was no overthinking, no nothing. You get up and you go. Yeah. Here it's like, I got to go to the bathroom, but I'm dwelling every fucking second of it. Yeah. Cause you're being watched. Cause everybody's being watched these days. Yeah everybody's on everything's under a microscope these days yeah. you know and this is me explaining it simply or, right yeah. I'm, I'm playing it explain it in a simple way for everybody to understand they dwell over everything yeah everything's yeah. so technical and, and emotional and like like you, you have to do shit to progress in life you just get up and fucking do it yeah and i and i feel like I felt that way for a really long time, but over the past two years, and I think with the whole like quarantine and this pandemic and political shit and everything Mm. that's going on, like I've really learned to just say, fuck it. Like Mm. I'm going to do like, I, like I said in my other podcast too, where I have my business and then there was things going on in the world that I was very passionate about, like Black Lives Matter and whatever. And people telling me like, oh, maybe you shouldn't say these things because, you know, your business and it's going to affect if you ever um, if you ever get a job. Because I was where I've been working for myself for the past almost two years. So people are like, oh, if you ever need to get a job, it might it might affect your job. And I'm like, listen, any job that fires me because I'm speaking out against racism (laughs) like I don't want to be a part of that job fucking fire me then fire me and if you don't want to be my customer because I said black lives matter or because I said that you know certain certain police should not be on the force I have nothing against police or anything like that but if you want to not be my customer go ahead go to somebody else who, who you agree with but I'm not gonna shut myself up and not be passionate about things so I can make a dollar. Mm-hmm. Like to me, what I'm passionate about is way more valuable than anything that anybody can pay me. And that's why the past two years, like I've just been like, fuck it. Like, I don't not, I'm not going to go crazy and like, you know, like curse people out for no reason and, and disrespect people. But I'm also, I'm not going to stay quiet just because I have a business. Yeah. Like, because I feel like I'm on the right side of history. Like I'm on the progressive side of history where it's like enough with that old mentality of, you know, and, and fighting and racism and, and, and what, like, what the, what the fuck is happening? And I'm going to speak on it. Um, so like I said, in the past two years, it's just been more of a, put me under the microscope, 
like a head. Look at everything I do. I don't care if if you if you respect me and you respect my opinion and you respect the fact that I'm passionate about things and at the end of the day you still mm-hmm. like me, then we're cool. You know, at least at least have a at least have a open conversation and where yeah. two parties are openly and willing to understand where one another is coming from. Right. Yeah. But we don't even have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's, it's you fucking go on news and and look at the politics. Yeah, that that should define like like the 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 presidential and the government are a reflection of what our nation is. Yeah, like, and I don't want any part of that. I don't want any part of. <laughs> I don't want any part of anybody who acts like that either. Mm-hmm. So again, I've just learned to fine that's your opinion that's cool as long as you don't disrespect me as long as you know yeah. you're not telling me what i should be doing or whatever then you yep. do do and I'll yeah, that's me. that's 55 dollars for that, that the cake all right yeah, 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 on. yeah. i got another one really yeah. well. I, got some, I got somebody else to deal with like it's not like and it's it could be <clears> just business like i've actually i had a mentor that um that i started off with when I started getting into the food industry, um, I'm not going to mention any names or anything, but I looked up highly to this person and I was always, you know, I was working with them for a while. I was doing events with them and, you know, with their business and um, thinking that like, Oh, I'm going to learn a lot from this person and they're going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to meet people and, and, and network and get connections and whatever, whatever. Um, kind of turned out that I was just like an employee to them. Like I was, they were just using my, you know, as, as a body, they were just yeah, using first. me like for help. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, they were selling my, they were selling my, my cake as slices, but not really promoting me. They were just promoting doubling the, the price of my stuff so that they could make their money. And then I started kind of noticing that and I was just like, okay, that's weird. And then during the pandemic and quarantine, um, I felt like this person, the way that this person spoke to me about my opinions and thought that they can disrespect me, I was kind of like, all right, this is business. Like me and you are business. Like don't comment on my opinions. I won't comment on yours. We can have either a business relationship and they just like disrespected me to the point where I was just like, you really don't respect me enough. And even as they were disrespecting me, I wasn't disrespecting them back. And I was kind of like, hey, I look up <clears> to <throat> you mm-hmm. and I see you as a mentor. You know, why would you speak to me this way or think that you can speak to me this way? And then it was all over like politics and the view about, you know, the COVID and whatever, whatever. And, and I just decided to just step away from that person you know, you know what's like, crazy about that like i grew up in, in an era where people rather rather talk to you about their sex life than their politics life right now everybody's trying to you know pick a, a hill and die on that hill there was <clears throat> there was a, a time where nobody even told you <clears throat> they voted for it, it was a secret yeah. It was a secret. Like, I don't remember growing up, nobody, like, you weren't supposed to tell anybody who you voted for or who you, like, and everybody got along. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't, I don't, when, like, there's a lot of people that talk about, like, capitalism and and all that shit. I've I've never told nobody, I don't even tell my wife who I'm voting for, right? 
Okay. Like I like I I because it's not I I I make my choices like between the line. Yeah. Right? Like example, like Hillary Clinton and uh this orange piece of shit of guy, right? Well, we know right. who you're looking for in that one now. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, I I tell my wife I clearly made my I chose uh, Hillary because it's sort of unpolitically right. I I told her I I I I, <laughs> I voted for her right because of the way she handled the scandal of Bill Clinton and his mistress. The way that woman handled that shit right, and still continue being married right. If it would happen in present time, they would get divorced. But the way she carried herself uh, through all that shit, she gets my vote. She gets my vote. As a woman, ill. <laughs> like, as a woman, I'm like, really? That's why she sat there like a good wife and let her husband cheat on her. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she... She did not sit there like a good wife and take it. She picked, you know, like a true chess player, right? She, uh, she picked. She picked her she picked career. Over. Yeah, she yeah. she picked uh, um, like when and when to choose her battles. Yeah. So when. The real reason she stayed with him was because of her political career in the future. She knew yeah. that thing with him would, yeah, yeah, and 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 her influence, yeah, right. Why not? She played. She played the game right. She would be better as Bill Clinton's wife than his ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Why break that? She probably even knew about this. She probably even helped set it all up. Like, here, <laughs> like here, bro. It. I don't even like yeah. you anymore. But you can help me get to here. Well, we all know that Hillary's good at uh, covering up scandals. So, hey, you know, but she managed all- it, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> she she managed it. Look at look at this orange guy that led with his ego. <laughs> I feel bad for his wife, but <laughs> yeah, his wife that didn't want to hold his hand, and like she despised his face. Yeah. Listen, he had the opportunity to to be a great president. I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I'm not gonna hear. I mean, hey, when he when he became president, I was I was nervous, and I was like, you know what? I'll just I'll give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? I was like, whatever. He's our president. I'm not gonna. You know, there were people that are like, oh, he's not my president. I'm like, listen, he's our president now. We just gotta deal with it and see what happens. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe, maybe it'll be all right. Maybe maybe we're wrong. Hey. And, you know, and whatever. And I don't. You can't do nothing now, right? Yeah, and, and to be completely <clears throat> honest, like even throughout his presidency, people were mad at me because, like I said in our last podcast, I look at both sides. Mm-hmm. I don't just form an opinion and be like, because everybody else is like, oh, he's a racist pig. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, he's a racist pig. And I don't even know why I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. Somebody else told me he's a pig. So um, there were things that he said where they would like twist his words. And I would be like, but that's not what he said. Mm-hmm. That's not what he meant. And they're like, but that's what he said. And I'm like, but that's not what he meant. And people mm-hmm. would fight with me because, and I wasn't a Trump supporter. 
Yeah. I wasn't going vote for him. I wasn't, you wasn't you wasn't defending him, but you was being but the real truth about is it. The truth. the truth is the truth. I'm like, he mm-hmm. didn't say it. That's not what he meant. You're twisting his words and you're and whatever. They're like, oh my God, how could you defend him? And you're and like, oh, you're a Republican. I'm like, wait, first of all, I'm not a Republican. I didn't vote for him. I don't even know, like, I don't even like him, but that's not like let's be realistic. He did not fucking say that. And that's what you say, like under the microscope. Every little thing that somebody says, mm-hmm. every little mistake that you make is being turned and twisted into something else that it's not. And it's like, yo, like, let's let's be real here. Let's be let's let's mm-hmm. let's what's really going on. Take your emotions out of it. Stop being crazy and look at it for what it really is. And now the whole thing now on the other side with Biden, everything mm-hmm. sleepy Joe and he he's <clears throat> senile and has mm-hmm. and can't even. And, you know, and to be completely honest, like, I'm not I'm not happy with what he's doing either. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's not a Republican thing. It's not a Democrat thing. It's a right and a wrong. It's a you're making promises and not coming through. It's like you. every politician. Yeah. So it's like this whole like fighting shit. And uh, like I said, people get mad. Like I got into an argument with my dad about oh, it, man. too, like. Oh, like, <laughs> like he was so mad at me where I was, I forgot exactly what it was, but I was like, but that's not what he said. That's not what he meant. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean? And I was just like, it's the truth. Like, and this, I, is, <clears throat> and this is why I don't talk politics. I had the same yeah. situation with my wife's cousin that came over and he was, he was giving me a reason why he voted for Trump. And I respected that. I was like, Hey, kudos to you, man. But, but. you can't, like I told him, you can't you can't go and defend somebody, but then cover all the fucked up shit that went on. That hypocrite shit. That's you gotta you gotta be realistic. Like if you're gonna stick with somebody, stick them sticking in the good and the bad. It's like a fucking yeah. marriage. Yeah, and but you also have to call them out. Like I said in my other in the other podcast, like we gotta call out our own people. Like even like, fine, be a Trump supporter, yeah. but be like, yo, this thing that he did is fucked up. But he's still my boy. But yeah. this is like, at least call them out on their shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even Biden supporters too. Like oh, he's just he's not Trump. He's the best. Like what? No, Obama was the best. I miss Obama. I miss him. I don't know. For some reason, I have to feel so peaceful. I know it was. It was actually. Uh, and yeah, and even, even with Obama, like I feel like he fucked up health care, like I the yeah. whole Obamacare thing, like because I was in the in the medical industry, <clears throat> pharmacy industry at that point, and I saw what corporatizing, um, you know, like the hospitals and mm-hmm. offices did to, and even to this day, it's still it's still affected because if you if you notice all the hospitals and um, doctors' offices are under CarePoint or Hackensack Meridian, they're all under an umbrella company and the hospitals have gotten worse. They're not, they're not that good anymore. Um, and that's in effect of Obamacare because they corporatized all of the, you know, so there's things that Obama did too, that were fucked up, yeah. that, you know, and, it, yeah. and and it's not only just, Oh, that's what I, that's what I got into a fight with my dad about where I was like, you can't, you can't blame one person, this one guy that's president, no matter who it is, you can't blame the one person for everything that's wrong in the world. It, it goes, there's senators, there's, you know, there's mm-hmm. states that handle their own things. There's the whole, you know, the whole Senate, like you can't blame one guy for, for everything. And he got mad at me and was like, 
what the fuck you mean and started yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're <laughs> absolutely. I, I, I agree. I agree 100% because if you're if you're um, if you're the president and you're you're a Republican, <clears throat> but then you're the people under you are from the other uh, party, yeah. like they can block everything that you yeah. do. They can it, it, it could be yeah. good. It could, yeah. The idea could be good, but just because you're a Republican, I'm gonna stop you. Exactly, and and and, and vice a versa. A lot of Democrats were doing that to Trump too, and it was fucked up. Like Nancy and, Pelosi was blocking it. Oh, yeah, God, and, 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 and it's vice versa, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that just goes to show, like, the pre- uh, presidency is just a reflection of the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Trump had no experience of m- managing a country. And managing a business and managing a country is two, is two different things because a lot of social work shit you have to do, right? Yeah. And But he won out of popularity. And that's the thing, too. Like, his his... I do feel like a lot of his plans meant well, like he was trying to get the economy up and running. He was trying to get money back in, in the economy. But then on the other side, he was lacking empathy. And whereas other presidents had the empathy, but then their plans kept falling through. Like, so it's like, there's a balance that needs to be. And that's why. Yeah. He wanted to bring back work to, to America, right? Yeah. Build it like like back in the day when you had Detroit, uh, the Motor City, you know, and and all those great uh, states. But then, you know, taking not complying with those contracts put us, I think, in a trillion dollar debt. Right. And then let's just be honest. What what jobs are you providing that actually give you good health care? Uh, give you good benefits, you know, fucking working at McDonald's is not a fucking career job, man. Yeah. It's really not, yeah, you know, yeah. and you can say you can move up, you can move up in the company, but you could only one person can move in the company. Exactly. And one at a time. So you're telling me out of 15 employees, only one can move up. Come on. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And that's why I said, like his idea, the idea was there, but the execution and the way that it was, you know, executed, it was not there. And then the empathy part and then the the people that followed him like the white you know mm-hmm. the, the white americans and the proud boys and all these other people kind of fucked it up too but he was like so i felt like i felt like trump was just like i don't think he was intentionally getting these people to follow him like oh yeah proud boys follow me i think Trump likes any kind of good attention, no matter who it comes mm-hmm. to. You could come up to him in a Ku Klux Klan thing, and he doesn't see the Ku Klux Klan thing. He's just like, oh, I get attention, and these people like me. Hey, I'm popular. Like, he's a celebrity. Yeah. He's a celebrity. Yeah. And he always fed off of being that popular, rich guy that was always the center of attention. That's his ego. You know what I mean? And I don't, do I think Trump was a racist? People might be mad at me for this, but I don't think he's an outright racist either. He did dumb shit that supported racism and fueled racism because he laughed at it and didn't address but it. If, but if you've been rich all your fucking life, your, your same, your same concerns are not the same concerns of the regular Joe. They're not. Right? They're not. They're They're not. not. You're worried about what, where I got to invest this fucking million dollars before the IRS get, gets me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're not the same concerns as the regular Joe that has to pay their rent. 
Yeah, they're not. So your 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 beliefs and 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 ideas are different. It doesn't reflect. But also, on the other hand, the career politicians that have been, even if they came from where we came from, <clears throat> but are now making a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year. Like, like how is Nancy Pelosi a billionaire? Like, like these career politicians now are not in our position anymore either. So even the people that came from where we came from that have been politicians for 20, 30 years also need to get kicked out and we need new people in there. And like all these old, like, like, how are you? Yeah. Like I read an article. I I read an article. It's like, there was this politician. I I don't know. Senate or whatever. He was like 90 years old. And, And one is like, I don't know, like his, he won, he won the, like, I guess, mayor, whatever, Senate, he won it again. So if you're 90 years old, you were raised in the time where racism and, and like all the bad racist shit and all the women's rights were not even thought of. So you're still no, in they're, that they're, they're taking advantage of him. Yeah. They're taking advantage of him. Yeah. So, so, if, I, if I have a boss that has no sense of knowledge, or what the fuck of the value and the space around him, like, and I could get him to do anything I want. Like he's just a puppet. Yeah, yeah. And I feel Trump was a puppet too. I feel yeah, like yeah. Trump was a puppet. They used him because they knew what he was driven by, and he was driven by popularity and didn't see and money. The bad, yeah, and money, and didn't see the bad shit. Where he's like, "What do you mean? These people aren't bad people. They support me. They love me. They're not bad." Like. Is unrelatable. Is yeah. is unrelatable. He's not relatable. He's not yeah. relatable, you know. And he can't like like Obama. Obama was a little relatable. Yeah, bust his ass, right? Uh, Clinton was relatable because every man had a side piece. Like, <laughs> listen, I think you like Clinton more than you like Obama. <laughs> I love Clinton. You you got to read between the lines. He loves you. burgers. I love burgers. I love burgers. Wow. Right, <clears throat> right now he's suffering uh, cholesterol. His fucking arteries are always getting clogged. But like, you got to read between the lines. You know. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I can't go and judge somebody on what they're promising me. Yeah. No. Definitely. Like, like, like this. <clears throat> a lot of people, like uh, Philip. Right, is his name um, the the governor of New Jersey? Oh, promises, so right, so something that he promises legalized weed. Okay, you legalize weed statewide, but you didn't you didn't legalize weed federal wise, meaning it happens all the time in California. It's approved by the state, but not federal. Meaning any federal DEA agents come and wipe your shit out. No, but that's not that has nothing to do with. The governor that has to do with Senate. So but the then, Senate has to approve. So, yeah, so every state has their own laws. But again, yeah, if it's not federally approved, so Governor Mur- the Mur- Murphy has nothing to do, he has no control over approving it federally. The federal government has to approve it. So each state has their legalities. Um, but that's why. So, for instance, like we're only allowed to have like so much weed on hand mm-hmm. um, for personal use or whatever. Or if you have a license to sell it, distribute it. Um, but federally, 
the, the Congress is never going to agree on that. Like mm-hmm. they're never going to make it federal. We, I saw something about that, actually. <clears throat> I saw this documentary. I can't remember. I think it was Super Size Me or something like that or 420. I think it's called. And it was happening in California that basically state is approved state, but then federally, federal, federally is not. So comes any federal agent, they come, they could come and wipe your shit out and take you to take you to jail. Well, I don't know about jail, but they came, they definitely came and wiped the shit out. Yeah, it's illegal. Because I, I know, I know, but yeah, the states have nothing to do with the federal. The federal is Congress. So. Oh, Alaska. It's it's legal federally in Alaska and, and Canada. Yeah. I remember somebody, somebody approved it federally. It was Canada. So federally, it's legal in Canada, which is cool. But Congress, that's why it's like our Congress, our our politicians are so divided mm-hmm. that no matter what bill is proposed by either party, the other party blocks it. Mm-hmm. Like they don't work. Like there's other countries that literally work together, and we do not work fucking together. And that's why we have so many issues that are not being addressed. Like the whole college, like free free college, and like free medical and. Pro choice. Oh, this fucking shit is retarded. But whatever. That's where we're totally off the baking topic. Anyway, <laughs> it's good. Um, it's about that time. Thank you yeah. for joining me tonight. Uh, had an amazing conversation with you. Always. Uh, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, all right. You can find me on Instagram at T Marie underscore bakes, or you can check out my wife, my website, T Marie bakes.com. Boom. There you go. Have a good night, guys. I'm out.